Hello, 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 hello. It is Thursday, which means it's another new episode of the Cast, the video game past, <laughs> the video game podcast, rather. Um, we have a fun night ahead of us with awesome guests. Let me introduce them right now. First, starting out in the in the top is Russ at Cryosneasel. How's it going, man? Hello, everyone. Good. How about you? Good. Luke at Luke Leeson. How's it going? Good to be here again. Awesome, man. And then we have Max at Monado Max. Great to be here. Thanks for the invite. For sure. Nettie at Nettie Dorco. How you doing? Hello, hello. Hello, I'm good. Hopefully everyone's great too. <laughs> yeah, and then we have uh, a, a newcomer, Nick, official no friendo. How you doing, man? Good. How are you? Thanks for having me on. Yeah, of course. I'm doing good. Another newcomer, we have Chris at Toaster Dog. How's it going? Hello. Glad to be here. I'm very good. Thank you. Glad to have you, man. Um, all right. We're going to jump right into uh, what we're playing. Um, Russ, what, what have you been up to this week? Mostly Pokemon Snap. Um, I played a little bit of Monster. Well, yeah, Monster Hunter. Um, I tried that new update. And then I played a little bit of Resident Evil, but most of my time was Pokemon Snap. I've been really liking it. Um, I like it more than I thought I was going to. I think you would really like it if you played the original ones. Like, I played the original ones to death. So this one feels just like another new... A new version of it that just is full of content. And it feels like there's like endless things to do in it so far. I think I'm like nine hours in, eight hours in, something oh. like that. That's awesome. Luke, what have you been playing, man? I've been playing Age of Empires 2 again. Yeah? Same thing. <laughs> I haven't been doing... I haven't been playing a whole lot of other stuff. I'm just, I've been really busy lately, so it's just fun to jump in that after work. And, For sure. Yeah. You know. Are there any other uh, real-time strategies that you have gone into besides Age of Empires? No, not really. <laughs> just just that that's one. Probably <laughs> the only one I've played like in the last like four years. Oh um, yeah, that's like the only one I play for sure. Max, what do you what have you been up to? So last week I was a gamer. I played like six <laughs> games. <laughs> now I'm back to traditional Monado Max, which is like one to two games a week. I only played one game. That's really all I played. I played a lot of it this week, though. That was new Pokemon Snap. <laughs> I actually uh, completed the game Tuesday night. Or I didn't like 100%, but I finished the whole story mode they had in the game. Uh, I started... When I played the game for the first time, for like the first three hours, I wasn't actually enjoying the game. It's going to be weird what I'm going to say, but I felt like the tutorials and the amount of dialogue that's in the beginning of the game just didn't catch my interest in doing those early levels. I wasn't interested. I don't know what was up with it. But then once I got past all the tutorials, all the dialogue, like actually started getting into some cooler levels, I started really liking this game. And uh, yeah, that's that's all I played. That's awesome. Nettie, what have you been playing? 
I have been all over the place this week. Uh, <laughs> well, first of all, everyone's been on Pokemon Snap. I've been on Pokemon Snap. I played it live. I look ridiculous playing it live. Like, I didn't open it. I bought it, like, on Friday. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to play it on stream. I played it on stream. I made myself dizzy because I was, like, super excited seeing all the different Pokemon <laughs> left and right. So it really met my expectations. Uh, but other than that, I've been playing Scavengers, uh, which is, I think it's free on Epic Games right now. Oh, okay. Uh, it was early access. And then I did Hand Simulator Survival. Don't ask me what it's about. <laughs> yeah, <that's> um, <laughs> I saw that. I was like, what is, what is that? <laughs> it's, it's, it's like $1.99 on Steam. And I was like, oh, this looks interesting. Uh, <laughs> but it, it's pretty fun. You, you get to play with like eight people. And uh, I've also been playing Neo with my husband. And I've, I don't really play a lot of Dark Souls type of games, but when I did play that out, I died like nearly 56 times the first 10 <laughs> minutes of the game. But it's a good game. It's beautiful. Yeah. That's all I can say. But uh, those are the games that I've been working on this week. That's awesome. <laughs> Nick, uh, what, have you, what have you been playing? I'm still playing Monster Hunter Rise. So that yeah. game is really awesome. Nice. Uh, very, really enjoyed that one. A uh, little bit of Metopia. Uh, with the kids you know sure the me creation is really just a lot more robust this time so they've just been having a blast it's really funny watching them create all these wild characters and then uh a little bit of pokemon snap but uh for a video for youtube because i have a different opinion about it than a lot of people do so but yeah it's been nice uh, but it's, it's the butts huh what's that it's the butts <laughs> it's a it's an interesting game because i played the original i remember when it came out so you know it just felt a lot like the original so it did. anyway yeah nice but i mean good for a lot of people but for me not not so much but anyway yeah chris toaster dog what, what have you been up to I've been trying to break a almost 2,000 hour Rocket League addiction by playing oh, Monster Hunter Rise yeah. a lot. So, and it seems to be working. I think I only played Rocket League once or twice this week um, after playing it for, you know, two and a half years every night almost. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, Monster Hunter Rise has been really taking over my time. Um, I've been watching my, my daughter play Pokemon Snap. And I think I agree with. Uh, with Max about there being a lot of dialogue in the beginning because my daughter, it, she's almost four and she doesn't have a lot of interest in learning about story mode in Pokemon <laughs> Snap. So, Yeah, for sure. Um, what level are you guys on at in uh, Monster Hunter? Um, I'm 59, I think, or 49. But no, no, on, on like Monster, Monster Hunter. Yeah, yeah, HR. HR 59. 59. 49. I thought it didn't it only go to wait. Oh, the update. I haven't played since the update. I was like, wait, yeah. 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 seven. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> holy cow. Okay, yeah, you, I, <laughs> it's been a while since I played. So, Russ, what are yeah, you? I'm what still are you level on? 37, but 37. <laughs> yeah, I'm still eight. Yeah. <laughs> so, Russ, you haven't been playing lately. Have no, you? no. Pokemon Snap kind of just took that away from me. <laughs> yeah for sure um so i uh i played some mario party max we played mario party i think that was after last week's episode oh, yeah. yeah i played on your I stream i did play mario party yeah. <laughs> uh, i haven't I played it since though um and then i usually do a weekly session of rainbow six siege i'm not very good at it but i usually play that once every week or two uh and then 
I'll, I fell back into some Rocket League and Fall Guys, and then I even picked up Miles Morales again because I'm only about halfway through that game, and I've been meaning to finish it. But I did I did uh, the Spider-Man remaster first when I got Miles Morales because everyone's like, play this first or else you're never going to go back to it because you just of all the features that they added for Miles Morales. So then I kind of got burnt out halfway through Miles Morales. So now I want to... I actually finish that game because i'm notorious for not finishing single player games but um mm-hmm. but that's what i've been up to um we blasted through that does anyone anyone do you guys want to do a quick pokemon snap discussion because i know nick you weren't a huge fan of it max i think you were for us i know i know you are um, <laughs> does anyone have any thoughts on on it after like a weekend or almost a weekend I'm I'm curious to see. Do you guys think it's worth sixty dollars or not? That's that's been the argument. Uh, I wouldn't say it's worth sixty dollars. No. I mean, it does bring back memories for sure. Because I mean, I I put so many hours into the original Pokemon Snap on the N sixty four. But it I honestly I do not think it is worth sixty dollars because the game's actually pretty short too. I've really I've unlocked all the worlds and. Now I'm just kind of trying to take better photos. That's where I'm at right now. <laughs> yeah, it seems like that that's where the the meat of the game is, is just to like get the top like all the little unlockables after the the core yeah. of it. Yeah, that's that's the problem that I was having with it too, is that it they greenlit that game at sixty dollars. I just I don't understand why, because it it feels like a nineties game to me, you know, mm-hmm. with, except for with better graphics and you know, obviously, but I don't know. I just uh I couldn't wrap my head around just riding on a rail and taking pictures, you know. It was just Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was fun to do in the 90s for sure. Yeah. It was really cool cuz you could enjoy that 3D environment, you know, uh that we weren't used to coming from the 16-bit era, you know. So yeah. it was uh I don't know. I definitely don't think it's 60. It's more like in the $30 range for me, you know. Yeah. I would probably would have bought it at 30 bucks easily. But Damn. however, I have uh GameFly so I just rented it. You know, mm-hmm. oh, that makes sense. What uh, does anyone does anyone disagree? Does anyone think that oh no, it's for sure worth sixty bucks? No, I'm... I was even gonna. S- yeah, oh, you go ahead. I was even gonna say with how much I like it, I agree with Nick that it should be like thirty bucks. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of my like of it is through rose tinted glasses. <laughs> yeah. Um, because it really does feel like the old one, and in my mind, I don't see it as an issue. But for sixty dollars, it's an issue. For sure. Yeah, that that was as soon as I saw all the first impressions of it and people like the murmurs that it's not, you know, a sixty dollar game. That that's why I didn't. I almost bought it today and I decided to held off on it. Um, so maybe it'll come down and in the. Nah, I know it won't. It's a Nintendo game. Yeah, it's a franchise. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'll buy it for sixty dollars in like six months or something. <laughs> um, yeah, they incorporated a lot of like, was it one star, two star, three, four star yeah. pictures or mm-hmm. something, which really confused me because like, I would literally take a picture of a Pokemon that is like maybe one one millimeter i would even say and then it would be like oh wow it's a four star picture and I'm like how is this a four star picture <laughs> it seemed like it's, it's literally kind of arbitrary with yeah the, with the, the ratings I, I was annoyed by that star system because there was at one point at one area i had all options there and i could only select one photo 
And I thought that was, it'd be cool if you could have select like maybe one photo per star that you got out of that. But uh, I guess what their whole idea was is that they're trying to make you replay the game as much as possible to make yeah. you feel happy with paying $60. Because with the whole grinding feature that they have in the game, my understanding is each time you level up, there's more Pokemon that show up. The Pokemon get yeah. used to you being there, so it allows better poses, better photos, all that type of stuff. This game, for me, I was happy paying $60. I never played the original. So this is my first time playing this type of game. And I replayed a lot of stuff. And I can see, like, I see the arguments. I, I can see why people don't want to pay $60. I think it's totally justifiable. But with someone like me, where I'm on the go a lot, this game is just kind of perfect for an on-the-go experience. I enjoyed paying 60 that's how I feel on that. <laughs> nice. For sure. Yeah. It's valuable. It will differ for everybody, you know, for sure. If you enjoy it, and then heck yeah. For 60 bucks, that's, uh, that's not too bad. But, you know, if you really are getting enjoyment out of it. Yeah, you know? exactly. Because there's a lot of games they sell that are way overpriced for the experience. <laughs> like most recently, Balan in Wonderland. That game actually gave me motion sickness. I feel like I was on a tire swing. You know, it was horrible, absolutely horrible. And they greenlit that game at sixty bucks. Yeah. It made no sense to me, but um, Pokemon yeah, Snap sure. sounds like a game that I could probably actually finish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, all right, we're gonna move on to the news uh, this week, um, starting with games that are coming out. Um, so Resident Evil Village, obviously, that came out that came out today. Yes, tomorrow. But it's seen people t- seen people posting about it, and um, and then there's a it looks like an expansion for Assassin's Creed Valhalla, War- Wrath of the Druids coming out next week, Mass Effect Le- Legendary Edition. Luke, I know you're into that. Oh, <clears throat> oh heck yeah! Days yeah. Days Gone for the PC comes out May 18th. Uh, Knockout City, that EA dodgeball weird game, comes out May 21st. Um, there were a couple other things that i saw the new subnautica that was on there um is anyone picking up anything over the in the next couple of weeks that they're just like super soaked on uh resident evil for me yeah did you uh, how, yeah. how you're pretty close on four right you're, you've been streaming that i don't know aaron wouldn't answer me <laughs> I, saw, I, saw <laughs> I don't know how far i am <laughs> um sorry are you gonna finish four before you start eight no, no, there's no jump right in. <laughs> That's understandable. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't want all the spoilers to happen. Oh, for sure. Um, and then the other thing, anyone else picking up anything? Uh, Luke, Mass Effect? Yeah, I'm definitely going to get the Mass Effect Legendary. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot that was coming out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's going to be awesome. Right? Oh, and uh, uh, Aaron's in the chat talking about Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance. Oh, yeah. That just, oh, yeah. That just got, like, weirdly kind of almost shadow dropped. Yeah, it's coming out tomorrow, um, which is a big deal. I know Aaron's pumped on it. He's probably going to stream it. Um, nice. The other thing that just came out, or is coming out, in, it's actually coming out in June, but it got announced, I think, today, uh, is the uh, Game Builder Garage for the switch which looks really interesting max thanks for letting me know that it was in the labo or the part of it was in the labo uh set but i love stuff like this 
And so I'm probably gonna get it. It's only 30 bucks. And so um, I'm intrigued by this. Anyone else? Yeah, I, I agree. I think that looks absolutely amazing. I think there's gonna be this massive community like we see with Mario Maker 2 and the first one and, and Dreams. Have you guys played yeah, Dreams? I've never played it, but 4? I've seen this. I've wow. seen a bunch of videos on that. It's just insane. It is absolutely insane. There are so many creative uh, people out there with those kind of platforms. It's just really fun, you know, so I probably won't make much of anything, but it'll be fun just to play, check out to play stuff, and then yeah. play other people's levels, you know? No, definitely. So. I think, uh, I think it'll, it'll be a lot of fun. Um, yeah. yeah. If it has like half the user base of dreams, I think it'll be a, a good time. Oh yeah, for sure. Is dreams still like active? Is the community still active? Um, I I watched a video on the comparison of Dreams and this new Nintendo game that got announced. The video was talking about that the Dreams player base died pretty quick because of PlayStation. Oh yeah, I did did hear about that. So I'm assuming. Who did the comparison on that? Uh, I don't know the. It was in my suggestion feed. I don't. I didn't subscribe to the person. Um. Oh okay. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, I was just wondering because I was going to do one as well. That's <laughs> <laughs> probably a Nintendo enthusiast. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to assume it's the, the player base is dead since, I mean, yeah. we're not dead, but I, th- I think people are just alive. discouraged, uh, probably, yeah. more than anything. Um, so moving on, uh, we're going to pop through this news pretty quick because uh, there's a bunch of stuff with this Apple and Epic stuff. Um, but Sony announced a uh, investment in in Discord Series H funding, and that they'll integrate Discord into the PlayStation Network somehow, which is just kind of peculiar coming on the heels of the uh, all the talks with Microsoft wanting to buy out Discord, and this coming out right yeah. after. So. Um, I don't know. I don't know that it'll make a big difference. Um, seems like Discord like wants to go public and stuff. I'm just a bunch of. I yeah, I was pretty shocked about that too, because <laughs> I really mm. thought Microsoft was going to buy them out. Um, I thought that was a done deal. Yeah. Yeah, but I guess PlayStation decided to invest in it, which I think I mean it's okay. It's just uh, like when I use the stream, I just streamed off the the playstation and um i know that there was like no discord option but it's just cool that they're figuring out a way to incorporate discord into playstation network altogether it's smart i mean it's smarter them to do i i think yeah that, um there should be more integrations with, with with these types of platforms um obviously like the cross even just like crossplay be- becoming more open i feel like it has provided a better experience for everyone and the yeah. more the more the more of these cross connections, the better I think for the whole community. And I think it's good. It's like one of those, like, was it right? The rising tide uh, raises all ships or whatever. I think it's all, mm-hmm. it's all for, for the good. Um, it is, but I'm, I'm, I'm guessing like, I know it, it was a series H funding round. So I'm guessing, uh, I don't know how much they put in Sony, but I'm guessing it was probably somewhere they bought probably less than one percent ownership in in yeah, Discord uh, based on their valuation and everything. I couldn't imagine I couldn't imagine them putting much more than that. And so it's a it's going to be a minor investment in the long run, but it's it's big nonetheless. 
Um, so we're going to roll right into this epic Apple chaos that has gone on this week because there's a lot of a lot of um, stuff that took place, like all the leaked documents and everything from the court case where they were supposed like some were supposed to be sealed and then they all got uploaded to a server. And so everyone just ransacked them and it had emails and everything. Um, and so I'm I'm going to blow through these. If you want to talk about anything, just jump in because uh, there's a lot to cover here. So Epic spent over $11 million to offer free games on the Epic Game Store. Um, I forgot, Max, you uh, dropped a, a stat in there. Borderlands 3. It was, yeah. yeah, it was like... I forgot how it was much, like but I thought that was interesting. It was like over $100 million for six months of, of, yeah. of uh, exclusivity on the Epic Game Store, um, which is just massive. They... That's ridiculous. That's a ridiculous amount. Mm-hmm. That that's like almost half of a budget of a game, like yeah. a big game. Like, yeah, they're they're just... that, I get. Uh, it's interesting. Like, I, I know a lot of people like bash people for like doing exclusivities with like whether that's Epic, Steam, all that stuff. But I think some people gotta open their eyes and see. Well, I mean, Epic's paying this crazy buttload amount of money for just six months, which is. I, I think that's a waste of money that Epic's doing. I think they're going to go broke real fast with <laughs> the amount of money that they're paying. Because I doubt Borderlands 3, like, I know it was probably successful on Epic Games, but I doubt it brought anywhere near the numbers they were thinking. And, um, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. Well, we'll uh, I mean, time will tell with, oops, didn't mean to do that, with um, how this all turns out. But, I mean, the other thing is, uh, the so Fortnite obviously is Epic's big money maker. Um, mm-hmm. There were leaks about how much money Fortnite's making and everything. Like they're still profiting. They're just putting all of this into their Epic Game Store, which is a big deal considering that they run their own platform and they're suing Apple for running a platform. Um, and so that's why all this stuff is coming out. Um, but there was so real quick. There's there were all these leaks about who they wanted collaborations with in Fortnite. And so um, it's like Ariana Grande, uh, Lady Gaga, Naruto, <laughs> um, John McClane, Samus, um, LeBron James. And so all the like all these leaked documents about who they're trying to get into. Into Fortnite. Um, and it's part of their whole like metaverse thing going on. Um, I don't know. Does anyone anyone ever play uh, Fortnite? Yes. Do you? Yes. Admittedly, like I just like because I am a huge indie platformer gamer, and I remember buying the PS4, and I was like. Huh, I wonder what free games I could download on it. I saw Fortnite and it was still new at the time, but it mm-hmm. was free. So I tried it. I was like, oh my god, this is actually pretty cool. So I like every night I would invest like maybe three or four hours playing just nonstop Fortnite. And I, I was like looking at myself in the mirror like, who am I? Like, I don't play this game. Like, what is this? Uh, but it took over my life for like an entire year. I'm, I, there was like a light at the end of the tunnel. I managed to get out of that hole. But... <laughs> I mean, it's addicting. It's actually really enjoyable. <laughs> For sure. That's. I mean, I. I mean, I understand the the appeal of it, especially you know, like 
if you have friends that are in it, it's a very like social game and you can, yeah. it, it crosses multiple, like, like, I mean, they incorporate pop culture and everything. And like, I, I understand mm -hmm. the appeal for it. Um, I just know it gets a lot of flack for like not being like game gamer, like gamer. Enough. Yeah. yeah. It's like <laughs> what, the, what the kids play and, and stuff. So I don't know. Uh, I mean, Epic obviously makes a buttload of money on it. So enough to to pay 100 150 million yeah. for, for Borderlands 3 so um it is what it is uh moving moving on with some of this news so this i'm putting in in here to cl clarify some stuff because i looked into it um so <laughs> nintendo specifically bars japanese partners from working with the yakuza um so this leaked out of some contract that was involved in in the court case IGN wrote about it. I looked into it, uh, and it seems like this is a kind of universal thing for companies in Japan for like the last twenty years that to try to curb like organized crime, like business contracts must include clauses that they can be like severed if it's found that you're working with organized crime or something. And so it was in a in a Nintendo contract, and people pointed that out. But um, it seems like it's kind of standard operating procedure for business in Japan uh, for for most companies anyway. Um, but it's funny, just the headline. I mean, it's obviously a, a attention-grabbing headline considering mm -hmm. everything. I don't know. Isn't there a Yakuza game on the Nintendo Switch? There is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was just yeah. going to ask that. <laughs> Oh, there yeah. is. I didn't know that. It's a it's Wait, a good game. It's like Grand Theft Auto, but Japanese. You know? oh, right. Yeah, cool. it's actually really oh. good. I heard yeah. I heard really good things about the one that just came out last year, but mm -hmm. I never played. It. They, they, I think they like changed formats. I think it's more like RPG. Uh, yeah. The mm -hmm. like the Like a Dragon one. Um, but I haven't I haven't played any Yakuza games. So they've always intrigued me. By I heard they're pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. I heard. Yeah. There's like a lot of comic relief and. Mm -hmm. and stuff um so keep moving forward uh, so it, another thing that came out is how much sony hated wanting to open up crossplay, and there it also came out that sony gets like they have all these clauses in contracts with licensing games where if they have crossplay, that sony has the ability to collect fees if certain uh, numbers of players don't play between like non cross play and stuff like that, like they built in all this stuff. Um, I mean, all most of this news is basically like all these companies are somewhat anti competitive, uh, you know, at the expense of consumers, or um, but it's just funny. And I think like back when like Xbox 360 in the U S was kind of on top that Microsoft was the one that was kind of dragging their feet on allowing cross play. And so I think it's just whatever mm -hmm. platform is on top. They're, they're the ones that are like, no, nope, we don't need, we don't need cross play cause we're on top type of thing. But I'm glad that it's here. Uh, I hope that we don't regress with it because I feel like it's really revolutionized how how we play games especially yeah I, yeah I i totally agree because you can jump into say like rocket league and you know get in a match pretty quick it just makes it that much more enjoyable 
you know, yeah. for everybody. Yeah. Instead and, of having to wait for that player base only on that console, you know, I mean, especially it, a, a game that's three years old, you know. Yeah. And I mean, it really was Earlier. Epic that pushed all of this, all of yeah. it, like with Fortnite and putting it on the Switch and, and basically forcing Sony's hand to open up crossplay because they had it on every, every, they got agreements with Nintendo and Microsoft and, and had it on every single platform. And then finally, Sony, like, it came out that Sony was the one that were, you know, not allowing it, you know, not flipping the right. switch on their, on their end. And so, yeah. and then it happened and, but it just, it's, it came out, it came much more clear how much Sony was fighting it, uh, actively mm -hmm. fighting it. So, um, yeah, there's a lot, a lot to dive in here. We're not going to go too deep into the, to the news of this, uh, Real quick, another another thing is that Walmart was going to start a cloud gaming service, uh, but kind of put that on on hold. Uh, oh yeah, what happened with that? I, I think they just <laughs> stopped development of it uh, after a while. It was they too budget friendly. Get it on discount. How much were they gonna? charge i don't that. know i think it was supposed to be it was, was going to be something like very Those rollback prices. very very but <laughs> a dollar less than everybody else oh right yeah, it was, it was going to be very like budget friendly and and everything uh oh it was oh, so they were going to sell the like a clip for your phone for like two dollars oh and then uh oh my God. <laughs> like to connect it and probably a cheap controller too and like to just get people doing yeah. it um so it seems like that's kind of kaput but the, the it was from it was from 2019 was when they were talking about doing this so yeah um just funny back-end business gaming stuff um and then the yeah. last thing with this uh new stuff is that there was an email that where phil spencer the head of xbox mentioned that he was he referenced that he hasn't given up on xcloud and other, other consoles which everyone's pointing to switch and this wasn't too long ago and so um in whatever form it seems like microsoft microsoft really wants this to happen um nintendo likely doesn't but uh I don't know. I think it'd be cool to see something like that, some type of streaming, cloud streaming service on, on Switch, um, especially if it's like uh, whatever subscription based. I don't know. We can get into the whole subscription based gaming versus owning, and we're getting into that later. But um, yeah, any thoughts on all this chaos with? <laughs> is anyone is has anyone taken a side on the Apple versus Epic battle? Nope. I'm gonna be Team Epic, <laughs> even though they're kind of in the wrong. I just would like to see somehow Apple lose a case. I think that'd be the funniest Apple. thing ever. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I say I'm anti Apple, but I can't really say I'm anti Apple. <laughs> but um, oh, no. I, I'm I'm Team Epic. Although I'm gonna be real, they, they kind of were in the wrong. It'd be interesting if Epic actually wins the case. That'd be hilarious. That'd be hilarious. Yeah. I, mean, I feel like they're just always like in some sort of case, like every year, like yeah. some sort of lawsuit every year. <laughs> Who, Apple or Epic? Epic, oh. Epic altogether. Oh yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, it's all that, all that money they got from Borderlands they're using it on uh, court litigation now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the. Uh, I mean, I don't know. There was one point that it it made it that made a good point where the judge was talking about like, okay, so you can like on your iPhone you can watch Netflix and pick whatever movie you want but if you can't do the same thing for games it has the games have to be like individual apps and so that, that i mean that's a, a good point that why on in every other medium except for video games can you have a subscription model and like and i forgot that that um netflix pulled their you can't sign up for netflix inside the app anymore because of the splits and so they pulled that like three years ago and uh, it seems like, I don't know, there's just a lot, a lot of stuff coming out with this. And I think that what, however this turns out, it's going to change drastically how marketplaces are run, regardless of platform, you know, like mobile or uh, Steam. And like Steam just got sued for similar stuff. Like there's a, a lot of people are trying to move some stuff around right now. So it'll be interesting to see how it all, when all the dust settles, what changes are made in the long term but um the last point of news is nintendo switch did their uh earnings call and they are like just killing it they sold 28.83 million switch consoles they're up to 84.59 and they're i think they're shipping like 30 more million this year and so Jeez. if they Wow, if, they're gonna pass the yeah Wii. the Wii's at one hundred and one, so they're yeah, they're only like gonna pass the Wii. fifteen million away from the Wii, so they'll probably hit that wow. uh, before the end of the year, mm. and then who knows with the if, if a new new Switch comes out if it's same gen or something. Um, I mean, it could keep going if it's if it's not a major revision, which the the chatter i'm hearing is that it's not going to be a major revision as much as people are hoping um but yeah i think that's i think you're right i, I think it'll be just a slight little bump like what they did with the 3ds right yeah. that's the most recent yeah they just put in a c-stick you know the processing power is a little bit more you know yeah. it's bigger screen capable slightly. bigger screens yep but um i think there will be a few exclusives but i don't think they're i think they're gonna still release on both platforms but we'll see um but the switch is killing it uh animal crossing has sold 32 million copies we wow. were talking about uh Holy just cow. behind mario kart at 35 but that was a that, that was a pack-in for a couple of years too um mm -hmm. and so yeah i mean it's just out out of control there's been like i think they said 36 uh million plus selling titles on the on the switch this year or something i don't know they're just they're just going gangbusters right now so um good what do you what do you guys think about if they do a switch revision at the end of this year do you think it'll only be for the the hybrid model or do you think a switch light will follow or come out around the same time that's like a pro version of that because supposedly nvidia is not making the Tegra X1 anymore, right? Um, or they 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 stop production of them, so they only use what they have left in their stock, supposedly. Anyway, that's the rumor. But do you think that 
because of the new processing chip or the new, you know, you want to know, know my my prediction? Yeah, I think I think they're the form factor is going to be the same. It's only going to be the hybrid, mm-hmm. like the the original um, switch, because you can fit a seven inch screen in that case and just get rid of the bezels. And I think the right. processor is just going to be a minor bump. But then I think they're going to have that a new uh, boosted dock with another chip in there that's going to take. Mm-hmm. I think the the because dis- display on handheld it's still only 720p from all the leaks that that this display is an OLED 720p display, so they don't need more processing power in the in the console. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to have a better uh, like a Thunderbolt interface, and then there's going to be a dock that I think they're going to sell separately that. Uh, has another that has that dlss chip in there and so so i think the console itself isn't going to be that i think it's going to be just a like maybe 15 20 percent boost in power maybe but the the all the like 4k and everything's going to come in that dock that's what i right that's what i've been thinking for the last couple months there's a lot of room in that dock to, yeah, <laughs> to exactly. add some stuff in there. I mean, gosh. Well, then all yeah, the, all so, the, all so the... you don't think there'll be a Switch Lite revision by? No, I don't think so. You know, alongside of it, I don't think so. I think if if we were not in the middle of a pandemic, I think there might there might have been like just oh, look yeah. at the at the 2ds how it went from like you know the bulky weird thing to the to the XL. Yeah. So yep. they they still care about their budget gamers, but I. It may just not be feasible currently. Yeah, I can see. I can see that. Um, but yeah, I I think that the console itself upgrade is going to be pretty minimal, uh, except for that. So I think the screen is going to be the biggest thing. I think it's going to get rid of those bezels. I think they're going to try to keep the same four factors. So I think the current uh, Joy Cons can fit on it. I think the like actual right. unit itself will be the same size, just bigger screen and a, a slightly boosted chip but then to keep i think they're going to try to keep it at 300 dollars, but then they're going to sell a hundred dollar dock that has that upscaling in it that's what i think yeah we'll see i could be totally off i just i have a i i don't know, I know and it's it's nintendo they'll you, just i know do, they'll do they'll you know, something <laughs> totally knows? out of left field exactly. like what okay they always <laughs> do something unique, nintendo so. console yeah <laughs> So I don't know. Anyone else have any other like left field ideas that you think could happen? No, I don't know. I just hope it (laughs) can play uh, like Breath of the Wild with better FPS. That's kind of my wish. That would be that. That think that see that's what I'm thinking is that the boost in the console will just be. It's going to keep all the same resolutions, but it's going to just boost the performance of all the games. And then the dock will do that like AI upscaling that NVIDIA is pushing right now. Um, Mm -hmm. So, um, so yeah. Um, All right. We're done done with news, uh, which that was kind of a good discussion for we're getting into the into the hot takes. Um, so what game do you want a sequel for that you will never, ever, ever get? We were talking about this last week, similar what we, we were talking about, uh, a re- remakes and then Aaron brought up, uh, sequels 
And of course, he already threw out Days Gone 2 that got killed <laughs> off by Sony, which who knows? I feel like there there could be some life in that in the in five or six years, maybe. But um, Chris, do you have do you have a game that you think that that you would like to see? My first thought is Chrono Trigger, even though it actually kind of already got a remake or a, a sequel with Chrono Cross. Um, I'd like them to do a little more with it, even if it's just, you know, bring it 3D and make it look beautiful and all that. Um, but I don't think that's ever going to happen. Um, yeah. So my, my second would be probably Dragon Quest Heroes Rocket Slime. What what is that? <laughs> it's a a spin-off of the Dragon Quest series where you play as a slime and uh it starts out kind of just like a normal like action RPG but in the end it's actually uh like a a tank battle game. Okay. Um so it's it's really cool. You should check it out if you haven't seen <laughs> what, it. What what platform is it on? Uh Nintendo DS. Oh okay. Hmm. Never heard of that. Yeah, I, I had not heard of that either. Uh, Nick, what do, do you have any any games that you want to? Oh, um, another uh, entry in the F Zero series I want really bad. Yeah, I mean that's some... just I know that's very few you know fan base and it's you know I just I love the original from the Super Nintendo and then the GameCube obviously with GX and the the Game Boy Advance one was fun but it wasn't my cup of tea but the just something new and modern you know that looks like maybe like Wipeout because Wipeout's really fun. Yeah. as well but um i know it'll never happen so it's a huge pipe dream of mine <laughs> you know to get that f-zero um yeah, a new one not not like a remake or anything but a new entry like a, in the series would be awesome a- actual sequel yeah yeah well it'll never happen so <laughs> it's Unless dead it, i think yeah it's, there's that quote like and they can't think of something like new and like to something to add to it and so it's just been sitting there or whatever yeah, i forgot exactly. what the quote was but Nettie, what what about you? Or um, Chris, what were you saying? I think uh, wasn't it the director that said they want to do something innovative or nothing at all? Or yeah, something? exactly. Right. And they hadn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there wasn't anything out there yet. Nettie, what were you saying? Uh, for me, I think a sequel that I would love to see, and I know it would never happen. I feel like the game is underrated. Not a lot of people know about it, but it it's a game called Brave Fencer Musashi from PlayStation One. Um, it was a Japanese RPG game, and I know they made one for, I think, the PS2, but the graphics just... Everything was different, because there was a lot of comedy in the PS1 version of Brave Fencer Musashi, and I was thinking, like, oh, this is going to be like one of those games that it's going to continue on, but it just stopped right there on PlayStation 2 because they changed the graphics so much, and I'm like, ah, I don't think it's going to happen anymore because it's just been so long. And I feel like I want a remake of uh, this rhythm game called Busta Groove. I don't know if oh, you guys yeah. know of Busta Groove, oh, but um, it's pretty much the mother of DDR. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I feel like rhythm games altogether, they, they're they not as common as they used to be. Because, I mean, we had Rhythm Heaven, right? Like on, on the Nintendo DS. And then I believe they released another rhythm game on Steam called Rhythm Doctor, but it just doesn't, it hits different. It's not the same. Sure, like, I sure. want a Busta Groove game, and I just know it's not going to happen anymore. No, definitely. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Max, what, what about you? All right. So we've managed to bring up this game 
almost like for the last four episodes, I think we've brought it up once. Me and Aaron have somehow uh-huh. brought Days Gone Two <laughs> mentioned in like the last four episodes, and I'd be Sneak a fraud if I don't say Days Gone Two. So I, I know if Aaron was here, he would say Days Gone Two. So I'm gonna represent he Aaron and say Days Gone Two. <laughs> If it, I'm not going to spoil that game, but if you played the game, you know why there needs to be a sequel. And it maybe, hopefully, if uh, the PC version is successful, maybe Sony will change their minds and be like, you know what, let's let's throw money at a sequel potentially, and maybe we'll get that in six years. But I am going to pick one more game: Spider-Man: Web of Shadows. Oh. There was supposed to be a sequel for that game. But, and this, this really hurts me that I found this information out, they canceled the sequel. That way that team could actually develop Call of Duty Black Ops 1. And I was like, that hurts. That hurts. <laughs> that, uh, was it, wasn't Web of Shadows <laughs> your choice for a remake? Yes. yes. <laughs> and the crazy, thing, the crazy thing is there, like, the concept art for the sequel, I think that would have been like a huge game, like just mind-blowing and uh yeah treyarch it sucks that they have to be stuck working on uh, call of duty now <laughs> luke what about you i was jokingly going to say half-life 3 because <laughs> that's probably <laughs> never going to come out but my actual answer is no one lives forever which was like an old fps game and you can no longer buy the first two games because they're like in copyright purgatory the only oh, way to actually play them is to pirate them. But they're really funny. I think they're they're kind of like if you have a game about Austin Powers, but the character is a no-nonsense woman. <laughs> <laughs> Much more mature. I don't know. What? No one lives forever? Hold on. Me... I should have pulled up uh, these games as you guys... Oh, I remember looks... this game. Yeah. Yeah. I never played it, but I remember remember it it was really funny that's all i'm gonna say about it like you can you can google it you can get the full version if you really want to try it but yeah nice Uh, yeah that's a good one was what what platforms is it on uh ps2 i think it was i don't know if they were on consoles but they were definitely on pc oh it was on pc and then it ported to ps2 and mac okay nice (laughs) i'll load it up on my my macbook Russ, what about you? What about you? Uh, for mine, for this one, I want another Sonic Adventure game. Ah. Sonic Adventure Two is like one of my favorite games of all time, and I miss the Sonic games where you would just pick a level and run through the level, and then just try to redo levels to get better at them. I also miss the Chow Garden. They need to bring that back already. Yeah, <laughs> I, I kept hearing chatter that the uh, that Balan Wonder 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 World. Uh, had a <laughs> like a kind of copycat child garden type of feature because it was it kind of did uh it you like though like the tims or whatever yeah they were like little baby things that you <laughs> dropped like i don't know like balls of liquid into flowers and then they go to the flowers and that's as much as i know about that's them like, i don't know if they actually do anything like a Tim Tim liquid, or oh, it was like the Tim Tower or something. I don't know. That game seemed weird. Uh, Neandermander in the chat said another 2D Contra, something similar to Contra 4. On oh, the DS. yes, please. 
That would be awesome. <laughs> um, for for me, I um, I I first was thinking I was like it would be kind of cool to have like I just booted up uh, Super Mario RPG on my Wii U that I got I loaded in, and it would be cool to have a sequel to that. Although kind of the Paper Mario is kind of like the spiritual successor of that, I guess, but not quite. Um, another thing is uh some of those original like ps1 launch title games like for some reason i don't know battle arena toshinden was like the game that sold me on the ps1 for some reason i bought it and i loved it and then it just disappeared they might have actually made a sequel i don't know um and then uh i think that was it for me i didn't have a whole lot of oh another one it, has anyone ever played heavy rain on the ps3 Yes, that would that be awesome. that would be a cool game to get a sequel because yeah. the games that they developed after it was like uh, I forgot like Detroit Be- Become Human and um, Beyond Two Souls. Beyond Two Souls. Those weren't mm-hmm. quite. They were they were very similar, but didn't have the, neither of those really got me the way that uh, Heavy Rain did. And so something like that would be a, a sequel to that. I think would be really cool. That story just I liked the, all the like it was real, but also like had a few little tinges around the edges of some supernatural stuff so um yeah i got i almost completed that game when it released and then something happened to it at the very end it like i lost all the save on it there was an issue with it back then they had to update it but yeah so i was really disappointed not to be able to see the end on my own i had uh, to look it up on youtube but i was really disappointed (laughs) i think i did the same thing right I don't remember. It's been so long, but I got it after it came, like a while after it came out. So it was probably after the mm. update and everything. Um, but I think I got one ending. I was like, that was kind of a lame ending. And then I looked up and I was like, if I would have just done one different thing, it would have like, yeah. there was like a, a handful of different endings. And so I ended up looking those yeah. up. Um, okay. Moving, moving on to, okay. To this is like to game pass or not to game pass. We were talking about this in the discord. Um, the whole concept of game ownership versus like subscription services versus digital physical like do you who is anyone like against game pass as like a uh like a what's a matter of like like <laughs> i don't know that you're like ethical reasons for like not being part of it or anything like do is there is there anyone that is like anti game pass uh, basically basically no no okay As... kind of like i'm against it for financial reasons i guess ethical is the wrong wrong way to check that um um chris we, i mean we were talking about it on the on the discord for a while uh, about like you, obviously you're a collector and so you prefer to to buy your game so do you do you have do you have game pass or do you i do i do not have game pass um i have steam is my main uh pc uh gaming platform yeah i do have some games on epic all of which i've gotten for free and none of which are borderlands 3 um, <laughs> but yeah um I, yeah we talked about it a little bit but uh it's just to me it feels like financially it makes no sense for me to basically rent a game forever 
um, with no control over what happens to that game and with uh, giving the company the ability to uh, withdraw or retract the, my ability to play that game um, and and giving me no control over it whatsoever. If I have a physical sure. cart in my hand, I can still put it in the council. Yeah. And presumably play it, assuming, you know, my CMOS <laughs> battery hasn't died yet. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> or, the, or the Sony servers haven't shut down from exactly. them exactly. pulling out of the video game market in 15 years or something. You know, you never know what's going to happen in the future. Like, that's why, I think that's why the big, the big deal with the um the cmos battery even if you replace if it dies and you replace it you it still has it, physical games or uh, to be yeah physical games on the ps4 still will not work until it gets a a positive uh connection to the sony servers which is that's a big right. that's a big deal i know they're looking into it and so um but one of those things like obviously physical you have much you have much more control over your over your um the games that you're buying um but every time i like look stuff like that up it's it's always like a reminder like even though you buy the physical game it's still technically a license to play that game and that can be revoked at any time for any reason type of like type of thing that obviously they're not going to come to your house and take it out of your out of your shelf or anything, um, which makes it a little bit easier than if it just gets removed from your library digitally. Um, but I don't know. I think things are going to start getting more and more. The lines are going to get blurred more and more. Um, and I think the subscription model is going to keep growing, you know, so following other uh, media like music and movies. I think it's just going to keep going this direction. So um i don't know is anyone like mad about it or happy about it or just don't care just you know, just want to play your games however i think however kind of it just it makes me think about like i don't know you guys have heard of gamefly right where people would just like rent the mm -hmm. video games so i think yeah it's it's pretty much gonna go up from here because I've, I've had games where I ended up buying it and I was like wow this game's not as <laughs> as great as I thought it was gonna be and I wasted so much money on it um so it's just nice to maybe like just have that option of like just a subscription service where it's like I just kind of like run through the game and try things out and I know that it's it's gonna be good I look forward to it mostly um but anything negative about it I wouldn't say I, I just kind of wonder how much it's all cost next, like every month, <laughs> yeah. you know? Because yeah. what, Netflix used to be like, what, uh, $5.99 at some point, yeah. and then it, they bumped it up to like $12.99 for paying, like I'm paying like qualities. $17 right now a month for, for yeah. Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> just because yeah. I and have a 4K TV. Right, yeah. And I just feel like um, I just pay for all these subscription services because I don't pay for cable. Like I just yeah. pay for a whole bunch of subscription services, but like I calculate it and I'm like, I'm pretty much just paying for cable because like <laughs> yeah. I have Hulu, I have Netflix, I have Spotify, you know, it's like, so it just makes me wonder how much they're going to charge. <laughs> for sure. Um... You know, I, I enjoy Game Pass for the, the trial error of it, you know, being yeah. able to try out the game 
you know, especially the day and date releases. That's awesome. I love yeah, that. The first and then party. if I really enjoy the game and it's physical, then why not pick it up, you know? Mm-hmm. So Yeah, definitely. The um, not a lot of games have demos these days, so definitely true. Yeah. trying before mm-hmm. you buy is yeah. positive. That's what yeah. as soon as I I used to be obsessed with like the buying the magazine, getting the demo disc and trying yeah. out those games. That was like my that was my jam and then I worked at EB and so <laughs> if you work at I don't know if that is still the case. This was 20 years ago. Um, it, at the end of the month, any magazines that were, that were left over, I would just take one of every one because we'd just toss them. Like as soon as it was like end of newsstand, like t- it wasn't exactly every month, but I would get, have all these demo discs and everything. I'm like, hey, I'll just play all these all these games, and um, and that's what sold me on the 360 when you could start downloading game demos through the mm-hmm. through the the platform that through the dashboard um and then um what was i gonna say uh oh, just i just drew a complete blank um what were we talking what were we talking about i don't know why sorry about that uh yeah i, I got i got sidetracked with the de- with the demo discs um oh i know so one thing that affects me is when i have a large selection of games in front of me I play I play nothing. And so it's something where like choice with, anxiety. Yeah. And and so like I did just happened with my Wii U that I, I modded like live on stream and I started loading all these games on and I look at them like I have no idea what I'm gonna play. What do I what am I supposed to play here? Like and then I <laughs> so I still like almost two weeks later I have only played like literally 15 minutes of anything on the wii u and it was breath of the wild just to just because and so um i run into that too with game pass where i have all these games i'm like what what am i gonna play now like and so if i go and i'm like i i put the effort into okay pick a game purchase it download it the payoff for playing that I feel like is is a lot more than just like ah oh, this game's free download it and like mm-hmm. or like it's something like that i don't know there's some something that I, I would run into it with pirating too like if i had a console yeah. that had that i would just well, i mean obviously i just explained it with the wii u but back in the day i would run into it too or i would have a whole spindle of ps1 games i'm like i don't want to play any of these because they're all just <laughs> sitting here for me but i don't yeah. know I'm I'm kind of both ways. I like Game Pass because I like being able to try out things. But mm-hmm. um, so this past two days ago, it was May the fourth, which is unofficially officially, I guess now Star Wars Day. Um, <laughs> and so I I dropped a little hot take in here. What's your favorite Star Wars video game? If, whether you're a Star Wars fan or not, I'm sure we've all played Star Wars games because there's like fourteen thousand of them. Um, Russ, I'm going to start with you. What's your favorite Star Wars game? I really haven't played that many. Um, the one that I played that I really liked, though, is Pod Racer on the 64. I've had a lot of fun with that one with my friend. Do you have it on the Switch? No, I don't. I bought it on the Switch. It's good on the Switch. <laughs> yeah. It's, I want to be able to take that on the go. Yeah. <clears throat> that was on That was I on the list. I, li- I, like, I like it. was only like, I kind of feel like 12 bucks or something. I think I forgot it was on the switch. Yeah, <laughs> it looks good. I mean, it has like the it's like it. It's much um, the resolution is higher, obviously, uh, but it mm-hmm. has the same 
it's the same game essentially. Um, Luke, this is I know this is up your alley. What what about you? This is a me question right yeah. here. Yeah. Um, I definitely have a lot of favorites, but if I'm just picking one, I'll just go with Dark Forces Two, which you might have guessed. I would say that because it it's just unusual because it's the only Star Wars game that has live actors for cutscenes. So it kind of makes it feel like a movie tie-in kind of thing. But it's not a game that I would recommend because it's very difficult. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, Stevie Bears in, in, the, in the chat just threw out Fallen Order, which I've played a couple hours through, and I have been meaning to go back and finish it. I really enjoyed everything that I played with that game. Um, I haven't played that yet, but I definitely do want to try it. It's good. Like I, It's very... Um, it's a great single player like cinematic experience um so far i've i'm i think i'm like five or six hours in and it's really really good i've been i've enjoyed it um max what about you uh so i have two options i don't know i like them both equally i'm a big fan of the lego star wars games because i played those as a kid i really like those games but I also really liked Star Wars, uh, was it called Force Unleashed? One and two. I really mm-hmm. liked yeah. those games. Those are Because those it had fun. a unique storyline that I was like really intrigued with. I don't know. Is it canon to the Star Wars universe? Because it wouldn't make sense not if anymore. that's canon. Mm-hmm. Okay. No. It was, but it's yeah. not anymore. Oh, I see. Well, I, I really like those games. I like both of them. I don't remember if people disliked the second one or not. I feel like I heard people say they didn't like that one as much. But I, I loved those games so uh i'll go with either one of those yeah nice luke uh, what's your what's your runner up i'm curious because i know you had a lot oh um i pick two yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i'm curious um, either tie fighter or shadows of the empire mm, shadows of the empire is good yes i like, I like that game. 64, yeah, yeah 64 um netty what about what about you um, I haven't played many Star Wars games. Um, I mean, I did enjoy. I, I played Force Unleashed. I really enjoyed that one. Um, and I used to play Battlefront with my younger brother a lot. And I think just the concept of having a game where you could just co-op with someone because it's very rare these days. Most most of these days, I feel like everything's just like battle royale. You know what I mean? Or like just really short, quick games. So just like going through a game through story mode and just kind of like working together through to get through the storyline is nice. So I, I, I enjoy Battlefront a lot and I wish that they would they made like a better remake uh, compared to that previous one that they released. I don't remember what year it was, but I know I bought it on the PS4 and I was like, Ugh, uh, it's a little different. <laughs> Are you, yeah, you're ta- you're talking agree. about the original Battlefront? Like for yeah, like Yeah, the original Battlefront from like way yeah, back the, when the dice, yeah, yeah. dice did like uh right after 1942 that i i really yeah. enjoyed that um yeah i was battlefront was on my list uh nick what about you i actually have to agree i had a really good time with battlefront um for the ps4 um i don't know it was just it was a quick uh pick up and play you know star wars game and it was just i don't know i had a lot of fun i put a lot of hours into that so you're always put you're, on you're talking about um, the the remake like or the, the new one the, yeah the, the remake one. okay yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed the 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 originals too, but I I really enjoyed the remake. I, however, I didn't like two all that much. 
there was just too much uh, buy-in for it, you know? Sure. Um, but uh, I'll still pick it up today. If there's still gamers on, I'll get on and play the first one. It's it's really fun. I'll put on the actual soundtrack on Spotify yes, yes. and just listen to it. It's I don't know. It's just a blast. I love it. But also, um, Rogue Leader for the GameCube. Yeah, that that's a good one. one of my favorites of all time. Rogue it's Squadron really, really and Rogue Leader yeah, both, Rogue both Squadron, are good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah for the n64 and one on gamecube yeah or actually there, i think there was two they're, on gamecube they're both on yeah. gamecube right right let's see yeah. uh or two yeah, and three squadron yeah, one i believe was on n64 oh that was then, on yeah 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 you're right and then two is rogue leader yeah yes yes so. someone is going nuts with their horn um chris <laughs> what what about you man um I'm I'm gonna shout out to uh, Beach Pizza Gaming, and uh, <laughs> I, I really enjoy the the Super NES uh, Star Wars titles. Um, my second and third is probably a tie between. Um, I had a lot of fun with friends with uh, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic, the MMO RPG. Mm, yeah. Um, and I have a funny story about the um, complete saga, the Lego Star Wars on Xbox. Uh, when my son was probably seven or eight, he was uh, doing a streaming video, and that game has drop-in co-op, and he didn't know it at the time, um, but I connected the second controller and just kept killing him over and over again. <laughs> and he spent like 10 minutes trying to figure out why why his uh, his partner just kept killing him. <laughs> that's, that's so cruel. That's hilarious. I have, I have that... Uh have that uh lego star wars complete saga right there i was trying to take a photo for star wars day and i ran out of time and so it's just still sitting in in, in my set right now um that's hilarious uh so for uh me i have a weird one um it was a perfect storm where i really liked beat-em-ups and i was kind of nostalgic and um i was really into star wars it was right around um right after episode one came out and I was kind of like all pumped about getting like star Wars becoming a real thing again. Cause I, it was so weird in the, like the early nineties, like growing up, like how there were no movies, but I was still all pumped about the original. Um, so Jedi power battles on the PS one and actually Dreamcast, the Dreamcast <laughs> version was better. Um, that game I played hours and hours and it was it wasn't it's not the best star wars game because it's very repetitive but it's just so enjoyable like the whole just the combat of it is it's very classic beat-em-up but you just like run through all these worlds and it was mostly episode one stuff um but i just and it was like co-op i think it was just two-player co-op and it was just you know it was so much better than the episode one official game that came out at the time and then like yeah and then um i don't know i was i was playing i played like all this the ps1 star wars games and so like i had i played a ton of masters of terracossi and uh oh this game is not good but it was something i was dying for was uh star wars demolition does anyone remember that i do not Mm -hmm. know it is basically twisted metal but in the Star Wars universe, and so it's all Star oh, Wars, awesome. all Star Wars vehicles. But the game was broken, like oh fundamentally broken. You it, the 
everything was mismatched. There's a bunch of videos about like how it doesn't you like it's impossible to beat because of how uneven some of the battles are, but it's a vehicular Star Wars combat game. And so you can get like on a on a land speeder or you can be in like uh, in all different types of Star Wars vehicles. Um, but um, that was fun until it wasn't it wasn't a very good game but the concept was great um so those are mine i had a lot of ps1 i also played about the original battlefront a ton and then uh i'm into um uh i need to finish what's it called i'm drawing a blank right now the new one that came out Fall in order Fall in order yeah i need to finish that oh that game is awesome yeah i, lo- I loved what i played so far so um yeah, it's really good. What time is it? Regarding your your first pick, I'm really surprised that game hasn't been re-released on any platform. Jedi Power Battle. Yeah, it was so you fun. Only, you can only like find it on disc on eBay for people selling it. Really? Yeah, I uh, I forgot that I played I played it both on PS1 and Dreamcast, um, and and same with um, what was it? Did Pod Racer come out on Dreamcast? Or was it just N64? Yes, I have it a did. copy for Dreamcast yeah, and yeah. PC. Yeah. The Dreamcast version was awesome of that, mm-hmm. too. Um, that was my favorite version yeah. uh, back in the day. Yeah, you know? it, it was just it felt so like it had a higher frame rate. And and yep. and especially if yeah, the, I actually just hooked up my Dreamcast right there. Oh, nice. And um, <laughs> I have a VGA connected to this TV. So I just did that this week. I forgot I did that. I played some Dreamcast games. I didn't even put that in the what we're playing. Um, so it's it's ten fifteen Eastern. Um, I have one more topic, and if you guys are down, did you guys prepare for the the soundtrack one? Yes. I did, yeah. Okay. Well, let's. <laughs> if you did, if you did, it's cool. If you didn't just pass um i will we'll go through it real quick um anyone we can go in any order um what's your favorite video game soundtrack no you you jump i have three i'll go first totally go first i need to say i'm good (laughs) on chat (laughs) but hello geo oh geo oh my god hi i'm good (laughs) adam it's my uh it's my online son uh <laughs> but uh, my top three, I have top three. Um, so the first one's gonna be uh, Bust a Groove because it has like just a nice old Japanese like soundtrack type of feel to it. Uh, number two would be um, Kingdom Hearts because it just draws back like a whole, a whole bunch of memories. I remember like back in middle school where I saved up money just to get <laughs> Kingdom Hearts. Yes. And then uh, one of my favorite ones recently is celeste celeste has mm. an amazing soundtrack and uh yeah i think those that's my top three for favorite soundtracks nice russ what were you gonna say yeah i have a top three too i couldn't pick just one <laughs> um so my first one would be persona 5 i just absolutely love that soundtrack i listen to it almost daily um my second one would be sayonara wild hearts yeah that soundtrack is just amazing. That game is amazing, too. So good. And my third one is from a game I'm sure nobody's going to know about called um, No Straight Roads. It's a rhythm game slash hack and slash. And it's 
a really weird game to explain, but I really like the music to it. Nice. I think it's a cheap game too, so it might be worth checking out. Wait, what's it? What's it called? No straight roads. No straight roads. Here, get some pictures for it. No straight roads. It look, it, yeah, it looks cool. Christina Aguilera. Did <laughs> 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 so her live extreme beach volleyball? <laughs> <laughs> um, Luke, did you have any any uh, nominations for this? Yeah, I have multiple, but I'll just go with one. Aerith theme from FF7. Oh yeah, just because that game has like a lot of childhood memories for me. For sure. Yeah. Max, what about you? All right. So uh, I didn't think about Persona Five, but I kind of agree. Persona Five has like top tier video game soundtrack but i'm actually gonna say death stranding i am a big fan of that game's soundtrack because it's just when you play the game you hear some of the music they pick it just it's literally fitting perfect like it's always placed perfect the timing's perfect everything about that soundtrack i love nice i think i toured with a band that was on that soundtrack randomly pretty sure uh nick what about you well, I, I like the new uh, Streets of Rage 4 soundtrack. We've been listening to that on Spotify and stuff. But uh, one of my favorites it kind of got me into chiptunes is the Automata Gucci or uh, Scott Pilgrim. Oh, yeah. Oh, I just uh, lost my battery. Lo- lost there it. it. <laughs> <laughs> Almost made it. Uh, we shouldn't have, we should have done this segment. Dang it. Sorry, Nick. Uh, Chris, Chris uh, what about you? Uh, I'll stick with three also. Um, Chrono Trigger is probably my favorite soundtrack of all time. Um, following that is probably Secret of Evermore and Jet Grind Radio. I just, oh, yeah. That, that was good. The soundtrack, oh, yeah, that was a really good the one. soundtrack to that game is just so off the wall and absolutely like nothing that I would normally listen to, It's but it's just so good. Nice. Um, so for me, before, before we end... Um, Obviously, I had uh, Sinar Wild, Wild Hearts on on my list. Katana Zero has a great soundtrack. Oh. It's almost like uh, so if if a yeah. uh, uh, Trent Reznor Atticus Ross soundtrack was made like in like almost like retro, but it has a lot of the same like dark vibes of that. And then um, and I love that. I'll listen to that all day. Um, Crypt of the Necrodancer, great music. And then, you know what oh, has yeah. uh, underrated like metal music is Doom 2016. I listened to that soundtrack a okay. lot, and I've never played the game, but I'll listen to that soundtrack. Just <laughs> that because music is too intense. It is so heavy and so have, well produced and just like... Have you played uh, Valferis? I was no. going to say that too. Dude, <laughs> that like soundtrack game. is, yeah, it's super metal, really? dude. It's, it's rocking. That it's whole really game is metal. <laughs> yeah, my husband awesome. bought that game. I need, I need to, I need to. I know check my wife goes, turn it down, please. <laughs> <laughs> but it's got a really killer soundtrack. If you like Doom 2016, you'll like that for sure. Yeah, there's yeah. like, uh, there's this track called BFG Division from the, the Doom 2016. 2016 soundtrack and it is just if if you need to just get amped up for something mm-hmm. put it on it's like it's only like two different like phrases of music 
over and over for like seven minutes or something, but it works so good it's mesmerizing. Some, somehow. It's like you don't, it's everything wrong with how, like how you're supposed to structure a song. But it, I mean, obviously it's probably works for, it's supposed to be for the game, but it's so good. Um, all right. Before we go, I want to give shout outs to all you guys. Um, we are right. 1022 uh, Russ at cross. Diesel. you stream on Twitch. You're on Instagram. And you, you're, are you going to finish Resident Evil 4? You're going to switch straight to RE8 on your stream. I'm going to go to RE8 and then I'm going to go back to 4. Sweet. Good call. Uh, Luke at Luke Leeson. You do, uh, um, I forgot. I memorized what it is, but you're on YouTube. You do, uh, yeah. uh essays on video games and, and, uh, movies. Uh, what's, what's your next one? Are you, are you working on anything right now? Uh, I'm the laziest YouTuber ever, so I, <laughs> I too, got a lot of too. stuff going on right now. <laughs> me too. Um, I'm I'm actually studying for a career chance. So I'm just kind of like oh for sure putting stuff on hold right now. Nice. Uh, well, you're also on Twitter too. I have your Twitter link in the description of uh, the YouTube and also the audio version. Uh, yeah. So be sure to f- check out Luke Max at Monado Max. You're putting out videos like every two days. It feels like right now Nintendo Switch stuff <laughs> and news and everything i got a uh pokemon snap review coming out tomorrow nice and uh this tuesday if anyone wants to watch i did give away a nintendo switch Lite to my best friend yes so, yeah yeah nice. cheers. yeah cheers on that man that was yeah. really cool thanks thanks yeah that's awesome uh netty you stream on twitch netty dorko you are you're going live tonight right uh, so I changed my schedule. Oh, you did. Okay, sorry. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah, you did. I saw your tweet. I, I had I was like, I need to, I need to promo you for going if you're going live after this show. Uh, no, no, but no. no um, what's your schedule now? So I uh, stream Wednesday, Friday, Saturdays on Twitch. Uh, this I don't really have any big events going on because I'm kind of just all over the place when I want. Like I just kind of play based on my mood. But uh, the big event that I do have next Saturday would be uh, the Dead by Daylight competition that I've been prepping for about four months now. So that's a little exciting. How do people <laughs> how how do people get in on that? Um, so I mean, the signups are actually full now, but oh, okay. uh, I I would usually uh, announce it on on my stream or on my Discord whenever I do host a new Dead by Daylight competition. So uh, yeah, for sure, pretty, pretty exciting. We have a, nice. a lot of a. Uh, competitive players hopping on it <laughs> that's awesome uh yeah be sure to follow nettie on on twitch uh nick at your official no friendo on youtube instagram uh anything any, are you, any other platforms that you're oh and you're on twitter you always i always see you yeah. uh retweeting mm-hmm. and liking my stuff um you do a lot of um a lot of switch content um yes it's mostly a switch channel yeah yeah. What what's what's your latest video right now? I've been trying to keep up with you. Um, I just launched a uh, unpopular opinion about uh, Pokemon Snap today, just a, <laughs> just a few hours ago. Um, so that was fun to make. I had some difficulty with my camera when I got off work today. It was oh, it was so frustrating, but I, I, I uh, ironed it out and figured it out. But uh, um, so yeah, that one just launched, and then I don't know yet. I'm just kind of there's been a lot of announcements lately with Nintendo yeah. Switch. Um, you know, for June, but. Uh, 
I don't know what I'm going to do um, as of the next week or so, but it's usually a weekly video that I do. Sure. I'll come up with something, you know. Nice. Just kind of wing it, whatever it feels, you know, like fun to do. So Definitely. Be sure to follow yeah. uh, Fish and Ofrendo on, on YouTube. Links in the in the description. Crit, Chris, Toaster Dog. You... I, I don't do anything. I, you, just, you, just made, you just made an Instagram account, and it's actually, I was very impressed. Your content is already, like, up there, like, for just starting your account. I'm, oh, thank you. I'm, I'm yeah. glad you enjoy it. I have, uh, I have way too many physical games, um, and uh, I like to get addicted to games, so I don't have time for anything else, like making videos or posting on socials. So. <laughs> um, it's but, definitely yeah, a struggle. I, I have... Uh, yeah, yeah, I have uh, I have Twitter also, but oh, okay. I don't hardly ever use that either. So, you do have well, an impressive Chrono Trigger collection. What's oh, that? Yeah. You do have an impressive Chrono Trigger collection behind you. Oh yeah, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's over there. Oh, I couldn't tell if that one is <laughs> on on Instagram coming okay. soon. I guess. Nice. Yeah, you posted in the in the Discord. Um, and impressed everyone, and also you have you have a few kiosks and stuff. You need. To, yeah, or is it just the Wii U one? Or no, no, you have like the I saw the arcade with the giant yeah, Pikachu. And yeah, yeah, I have a Wii U a kiosk and a Mario Brothers arcade. Yeah, nice. That's so rad. Sweet. Um, so I have a new video. I'm saying I'm gonna, it's going to come out tomorrow. I had massive issues with my Final Cut today that I was supposed to have the video done before we went live, but it's not. So a uh, new video on my. Uh, my S or it's the 8 Do Pro 2 controller is almost done. So I'm going to try to get out tomorrow on this channel. Uh, and then we do this, the Ticast live every Thursday, 9 p.m. Uh, live on, on my YouTube. It's also available in audio form on uh, wherever you get your podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, um, pretty much everywhere. Um, I want to thank you guys all for being here and, um, yeah, we'll be back next week with another great discussion on video games. Um, any last thoughts before we close out the episode? Thanks for having me on, man. I appreciate of course, it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's nice good to have, it's good to have, uh, new faces. We're going to, we're going to try to like have like where you guys come on every like like on a rotating basis so that you i don't have to like you guys don't have to be be here every single thursday and so we have a, a good mix um but thank you guys uh for being here uh nick and chris welcome to the to the club um russ luke max netty it's good to have you guys back um with that we're out have a good night see you next week goodbye see you guys later yeah.